I've promised on the upcoming podcast that we're going to do old Michael Caine. <laughs> Every, you are not allowed on the podcast if you cannot do a Michael Caine accent. Can you do... You know what I did wrong, Justin? What? I didn't speak slowly enough. And through your nostrils. I can't do Michael Caine. No. <laughs> no one can. That's the point. Michael, Michael, Michael Caine. We could shift it up and do bad walking if you want. No, I don't. <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. All right, all right. All you land grant drinkers, welcome once again to Beers with the Brewers, the official podcast of Land Grant Brewing Company. I'm Mark Richards on the podcast this week. Also, Dan Schaefer. Ahoy. And very pleased to have joined us today, Justin Jazz Crabs Wright. Hey, everyone. In How the house you? today. I was already told that if you mention even the word jazz, this podcast, there may be repercussions from Dan. From Dan? Are you not on the Jazz Crab train? I just no. don't get it. That's fine. You I had to ask to about it. it. I saw him and Angelo making jokes about it on the Facebooks. Yeah, it's not just a land grant thing. It's a Columbus craft beer community thing at this point. You know, Jazz crabs it is. There are certain things that are just fun to say, but then you got to have, you know, sort of extenuating circumstances to, to keep saying it. And after you say it once, you just snigger and you move on with your life. What was that word you just said? <laughs> Snickers. And this is why you're this not allowed snicker. here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, well hey. <laughs> this is the break break glass in the case of emergency, just because we're so low on there's, manpower. There's no one here. Oh, crap. I guess Justin's going to be on the podcast this week. And it's just me sweating, looking through the window like a sad puppy, waiting for someone to call me in. Oh, sure. Well, hey, me. speaking of glass, I've got one filled with Let Me Squeeze Passia, Ope, Ope. Crisp, Crushable, and Lime. I think Ope is one of the uh, bullet points this week. On I think so. Taste. I'd like it if we could make that sort of the um, sort of low key nickname for the beer itself. I'm going to try it when I order it and see if the bartenders just look at me like I have two heads, which is normal. I right. feel like they normally look at you like you have two heads. Yeah. One uh, of which wearing an ostrich mask. That's true. Shoulder mount. <laughs> Rolling on off the rails. Um, yeah, so um, this is all of those things, crisp, crushable, and lime. Um, this is a variation on um, our urban sombrero. But we accidentally put yeah. lime in. 5.5% <laughs> ABV, 15 IBUs. Yeah, and with uh, our Nelly's key lime juice and a little bit of salt in the boil. I do think this is, um, I don't know, it's cleaner than last year. Yeah, I, I feel I like... Our Aber yeast pitch system, not a sponsor, has really helped us dial in our yeast pitch, particularly on our loggers, really, really cleaned them up. So I'm really happy with how this turned out. Yeah. Um, ob- obligated to say that every week, but here I am again. It would make for a real fun podcast, though, if you just were like, 
I'm really not a fan of this one. Um, <laughs> not sure why I bring yeah. those. <laughs> I'm holding it back. Yeah. Um, You're um, waiting for the big batch of jazz crabs to yeah. come out until. I'm waiting for the moment when no one cares that I say it, and then I'm just going to drop it out there. Yeah, not like this jazz beer's, crabs. This beer is not for me. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like last year I remember this beer having almost like a. Uh, it was like a Fruit Loop-like character to it that I don't pick up at all this year, and I don't know whether that's a inconsistency in Nelly's Key Lime juice or what. Oh. And I don't want to knock Nelly's Key Lime. I always blasting Nelly. It Just. does. The lime character is there, but it's not. It, there was like almost like an artificial tinge to it last year that I don't pick up at all. Mm. Where does Nelly's Key Lime juice come from? Florida, Key West, I believe. I'm going to assume, unless they're I can, just blatant lying on their label. I can, yes. I can get a gallon out of the hop cooler. It's right there. Yeah. And I can, like, read the whole thing if we want to get, like, into the nitty-gritty of Nelly's. Well, it makes it pretty refreshing. I will say Nelly's, also not a sponsor, is uh, what I use in my house when I am Moscow too, mules? too lazy to uh, juice limes myself. Oh, yeah, same here. Hmm. Same here. That says a lot. Well... This baby's bright and crisp, and how crushable is it? Mm. Yeah, it's it's kind of gray and miserable at the moment. But given how hot it's been, um, um, I'll put it at a six. It's pretty dang close to a six. Yeah, I think I'd want the lime out of it after three. But if it was a hot day, if this was what I had, oh, it's six. Six right. and gone. But if I was out in the beer garden here and had options, I think after a couple, I'd be ready to switch back to a beer without lime. I don't know. It's almost got that with the uh, the fruit and the salt. It's got almost like a Gatorade vibe to it. It does kind of. That's a good way to say that. When you're hanging outside, maybe at a baseball game, and you're sweating just sitting there baking in the sun, I feel like you could probably slam a decent amount of these responsibly mm-hmm. so yeah i would go i'd say probably five and a half because oh, i like leaving Gotta soldiers be left guy. behind the it's crushability just... bell gets left behind again this week sorry everyone that's all right i don't think this is the most crushable beer we brew i don't think i'm ready to give it a six that's a good point i see why you would take a fraction away because you yeah. don't want Everything can't be six. No, it can't all be perfect. Our amps can't always go to 11. It's true. I'm a hard hard judge. Hey, design on this label, not that we even have a label to look at, because we're drinking in the tap room like normal human beings this week. Yay. As you can hear from some background noise. And Walt is out today. So talking about design, we've got Dan Schaefer. He just loves that little guy on the label. Yeah. Um, Walt consulted me personally for this label and so I feel very proud um, that I was able to contribute to the design of it and um, since he has you know asked for my expertise numerous times on his label designs and um, it's a lot of gratification for me that I get that outlet to create in a different type of way that's good and I know you have always had a request for more cartoon characters on beers it's true I like to think that is my contribution to um, 
Walt, who otherwise ignores my dumb ideas. Um, <laughs> this whole I, segment is hurting my feelings a lot because Walt <laughs> only ignores my dumb ideas. Oh, that's exclusive. That's, that's exclusive. Fair. It hurts my feelings. Yeah, well, we got a question from a listener this week. Ben Weirman, which rhymes with beer man, and it's kind of spelled that way in the German sense, reached out via cheers at landgrantbrewing.com. And he says, hey, guys, as I was listening to the El Bravado episode, note the exclamation mark for you, Dan. So nitpicky. He says. Much appreciated. And was interested to check out your website for what beers you have retired. I was sad to find Deep Search on the list as Baltic Porters are one of my favorite styles and not enough breweries do them. Any chance you have a Baltic recipe you're saving for a rainy day? And any tips on brewing his own? Well, I want to I wanna get in here real quick before Dan gets into the uh, answer, the real answer. You can actually get Deep Search currently. So there are actually two variants of Deep Search on right now here in the, uh, the tap room. We have a 2018 barrel-aged variant and a barrel-aged coffee variant of Deep Search that... We uh, what well, we aged it, kegged it, put it on the board, and then put the kegs kind of in like a. Uh, I guess we just put them back in the keg cooler to bring them back for what was the initial plan of deep search day, right? We yeah. were trying to make a whole day around our Baltic Porter because I think the majority of the people here at the brewery love it, but there's just not a lot of sales in Baltic Porters, unfortunately. So yeah, well, if you want to try it, we have two barrel aged variants of it in the tap room right now that I haven't had it in a while, but last I had it was super, super tasty. Yeah. Well, what do you think, Dan? Any chance on brewing a Baltic Porter this year for Ben and any home brewing tips for him? I'd love to, Yeah, it might get a run out on the pilot system. Certainly we've always got our house lager yeast floating around. So it's certainly a possibility. And, um, yeah, everyone should, you know, I'm sure we will touch upon this uh, in future podcasts, but we've got some more sort of classic styles coming to the uh, tap room. Uh, if that's your jam, if you want to try something a little different uh, in terms of tips, tricks, um, uh, I would say use a hefty proportion of Munich. Um, I think we use two different types of Munich in ours. Two different types of Munich and a Vienna. I think we had Munich and dark Munich yeah. in it. So it's really nice when you got a big beer like that to really let the um, overarching sort of malt character come through and it just not be roast. Um, we also do not use, yeah, uh, don't use any type of, of like heavily roasted malt. Uh, do we use Black Prince? I'm going to say Black Prince. I think we do. It was either... I think it's Black Prince because I know we rotated for a while between Black Prince and Midnight Wheat yeah. for all of our darker beers. Yeah, I, I, I've used Black Prince a lot, um, and I really like that malt. Also, just pitch a ton of yeast. Um, whatever you think you need, you know, probably double or more likely triple it. And um, definitely ramp your fermentation up at the end to, to really drive it home and... Uh, not necessarily dry the beer out because we're not looking for like a bone dry Baltic porter, but you want something that's well, well attenuated. Um, Justin, no, I was just gonna say 
keep it cold and then ramp it up. That's the big thing. Mm -hmm. I think the main concern with the Baltic Porter is that if you start the fermentation off too hot at the beginning, you're going to get a lot of uh, esters and uh, kind of uh, alcohol formation that you don't want. It's going to kind of come off like uh, almost like isopropyl when you give it a sniff. And that is not something that you want uh, in a Baltic Porter. I do think some of the early iterations that we did certainly had a rocket fuel character about them. They did a little bit. And but the yeah, age helps on yeah, that. Certainly the, the later versions that we did were a lot cleaner and more drinkable, you know, fresh out. So, like you said, we have the uh, we have the new yeast pitch, uh the Aber, not a sponsor, um mm-hmm. back in the brewery right now and I think if we had another crack at a Baltic Porter, I think it would be really gosh darn or tasty. Aber. Aber as Charlie yeah, Bamforth uh, puts it. I'm never going to say that. That's fine. Sorry, Charlie. Oh, yeah. I I'm would think... Uh, oh, sorry, Charlie. <laughs> let it sit for a while. Like they were saying, if it comes out a little hot, let it sit for a while because it's definitely a beer that ages quite well, as Justin noted, to what we have on the board right now. We're not brewed in the last year. No. That's pre-pandemic uh, Baltic Porter yeah. there for you. So truly vintage. From mm-hmm. a different time, if you want to uh, right. escape the current one. Um, there you go. We've got a liquid time machine for you. Yeah, get out of the new normal and go back to the uh, the golden days with a <laughs> pint of Deep Search Baltic Porter. Well, thanks, Ben Weirman, the beer man. Come down and get your free T-shirt for asking a question. And as always, thanks for listening. Goings on at Land Grant Tap Room and Beer Garden. Going to give you the weekly rundown on a real fast pace. Monday movies kicked off pretty good this week. Going old school next week. I think we're not allowed to talk about what the movie is, but you're allowed to contact us and find out or follow our private Facebook group or dial 313-LG-MOVIE um, and you can get all the deets on Land Grant Movie Phone. little tip has something to do with golf and might make you happy. God, I hope it... Oh. Never mind. Travia Tuesdays, as always, with uh, Where It All Began, Vegan Eats, and Music Series, Thursday, Sunday afternoon in the Beer Garden. Monday is Memorial Day, so tag us in your celebrations. We've got lots of highly crushable beers right now, and a pool party. You can tag us at hashtag MyPoolParty, promote that. And I think we're going to be looking for that on social media. Monday is also the last day of Polino's Pasta. And we will be open at noon. How exciting. So next week on the podcast, the return of a cult classic, feel-good hit of the summer, Cream Sikulsh. And for a fun time, you can listen to last year's episode, which I think was an episode that I had the opportunity of being a part of. Maybe you'll join us again next week, Justin. Maybe. The way Justin said that, I'm imagining like some bathroom stall that says, for a good time, listen to Justin on the Beers with the Brewers podcast. Which I was actually just on uh, Etsy earlier, and one of our fans has actually already created that sticker and is selling them. (laughs) Keep an eye out on bathroom stalls around the city uh, for that, and thanks for listening. (laughs) Thanks, Justin. Thanks for having me. 
you do last night? Crushing some beers there, beer machine? Beer machine.